0: Alright guys, so with this new episode on the Nerdfix, it's going to be a double whammy episode as we're going to review the latest chapter for both Black Clover and One Piece chapter 351 and 1075 respectively. As there is a lot to reveal for both chapters as both are mind-blowing and also are both cliffhangers of what's to be revealed in both chapter 352 and 1076 respectively for both Mangas, And this is what we're going to be talking about today. Hello guys, this is Jay from the Nerdfix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything, and anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode, we're going to be talking about the latest chapters for both Black Clover and One Piece, chapters 351 and 1075 respectively. So, for part one, we're going to be breaking down Black Clover's chapter 351 titled With the Shogun of the Land of the Sun. So for those who have read the latest chapter for Black Clover, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. <laughs> so with the start of chapter 3-1 of Black Clover, it begins with Asta fighting the five-headed dragon with his anti-magic Zentan, and with doing so, he is able to defeat the beast, but it would regenerate and it would be meaningless to keep attacking it, even with the many times that Asta would continue to fight the, the Five-Headed Dragon. And on the others elsewhere, the, Ra- the Raizen 7 member, Musogatake G- Yusuga, is fighting Paladin Heath Grice. And he is not impressed with, with Heath's attacks, deeming them to be too flashy. But he doesn't seem to care about it, about this as his only goal is to make Lucius' plan come to fruition. Yusuga then understands his emotions as he himself wants to defeat Heath for, for Shogun Ryuya. And it's been shown, we are given a flashback story of the Land of the Sun at, with Yasuga being the heir to the Koshu domain and deemed to be the strongest in the Land of the Sun and is the only person capable of fight, uh, fighting him in terms of the heir of, Go- of Goshu being that of Ryudo Ryuya. But even even with them being both heirs of their own of their own domain, tragedy began to struck when a pandemic struck the country and was taking the lives of the people with We, Yoroku, Yo- and the citizens need to find a living soul herb from according to the country's folklore that would heal them. And the only way to do so was through ten gensu. And two people who were strong enough to do so were Ryuya and Yosuga. And the person w- who would do so and would and would be able to commit to it would lose all other Yosuga y- Yoruyoku and anyway, and when looking at this there is so there is similarities between the two that it has some strikes some similarities that they're built very differently between the two. And almost in a way that kind of have some kind of parallels between them they're built differently as almost the same as the royals as the spade as the spades and they made the choice of sacrifice almost the same like Alan and Zenon and are living lives and are living the lives like Asta and know but when thinking about it that way it would be explained a little bit more when we, when focusing a little bit more in the chapter at further into the chapter, further on Yosuga didn't want to loo- didn't want to lose his Yoroyuko, as he wanted to be the strongest And didn't mind weak people passing away, but Ryuya, on the other hand, did care, on the other hand, and was more caring about not losing anyone, whether weak or strong, and and accepted the deal of giving away his Uruku instead of Tengetsu, and using the eye obtained the herb, he was able to save the people from the pandemic, and from there Ryuya gathered father- followers, and when it was time to choose the next Shogun, the f- they favored Yosuga due to his strength. But he appointed, but because of But because of the efforts that Ryuya has done just to protect, the, just to protect the the villain, the citizens of the land rise of the rising sun, he appointed Ryuya as a Shogun, as he himself decides to take on the path of being the 7th Raiusen. This I think that showed as much as how much he has grown, one, and two, that he cares more about being stronger than he does of looking after, after the citizens of the Land of the Rising Sun. Which I think that really shows... How much one of them is destined to be stronger, the other is more destined to look after their people. And in th- then, we pan back over to the present time, where Yosuga uses his ability, Iron Yojutsu, Iron God of War, and, it's- and uses his an attack on Heath Grice, and defeats him easily. Then, Ryuya enters the battlefield, motivating all the members of the Ryzen to to help Asta fight the, the, seven, the five-headed dragon, motivating them to, more than ever to continue the fight, and which is where the chapter ends. Now this is really starting to heat up, and I'm really curious to see if what's going to happen next. Ryuya is now entering the battlefield, and I'm curious to see if what's going to happen and what what is he going to pull off as he's going to help out the right the right. Ryzen 7, and Asta beat, beat the five headed dragon. This is much more, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen next in 352 of Black Clover. For part 2, we are going to review One Piece chapter 1075 titled Lapoface Death Game. In the start of the chapter, it begins with a cover page from German 66, ah, an emotionless exertion, volume 31. The genius scientist gets an audience with the Five Elders, where Vegapunk meets the Five Elders. And I'm really curious to see what's going, to, what would happen afterwards once he meets the Five Elders and what the next phase is going to be. But with that much said, let's continue on the chapter. The chapter begins with Shaka trying to reach Pythagoras. Ex- following the explosion, but he doesn't receive an answer, and tries and send a Kameco to search to the tower. To, but someone takes it out, cutting off the security image. Luffy realizes the communication device wearing doesn't appear to operate any longer, and all communication has been cut off. Luffy tells Shaka try, and tries to connect to the other satellites, and one by one, all of the Kameco goes off, and making them. And think that someone else in the lava phase is causing this tr- is causing this faulty issue. And throughout the Lava phase, everyone is in search of Vegapunk. On Tower A-, A, floor three, Nami and Brooke are traveling with Edison, where Nami basically becomes sidetracked with the diamonds she finds, wanting to keep them despite Edison telling her the priority is to find Stella. Which I think is probably classic of of nami with her wanting to take anything that has to do with treasure as she's someone who would take anything that has to do with money or goods or anything that has to do with treasure in general and basically even though he tells her they were man-made she's left in awe over these achievements then we pan to floor two where chopper and robin are with atlas revealing her face is a mask and she replaced whatever part of, of her gets damaged and robin noticed Atlas revealed is an artificial organ, which amaze Chopper, and Robin notes she thought Begapunk had, ch- had gotten chopped up, had chopped up, which is much to her discomfort, which I think that might be something discomforting to say to her, knowing that she basically has the appearance of a young child, and this is something really comforting to say to someone like her. Then we pan over to power- Tower B. Where Sanji and Jinbei have gone with Susie, and Su- Sanji has basically gone head over heels for Susie, basically to the point where he's having a Denji moment and be- begging her to call him a dog. Where she flirtatiously reminds him she would do so only to help, only if they would help, she would help him. She, she, if he would help her find Vegapunk. Which, again, I think that kind of brings up a kind of vibe that makes me think of Makima and Denji in a way from Chainsaw Man, and I'm really glad that they ruined that reference in, in this chapter. Jinbei then acknowledges the part of the lab that they're in as Susie reveals the weapon manufacturing floor and can't be sending off any shockwaves. The last group, on the other hand, which consists of Usopp, Frankie, Lilith, and York, are on the floor, are on, and the four on the Tower C. And they find Phaegoras's body, with the head missing. Phaegoras turns out to be fine, and, deta- and had his detached his head from the body before sustaining damage. He begins to freak out as York walks over to Snake and tells them to wait outside. and Edison ordered her to stand down, but with doing so, she Snake petrifies York with using with using the power of her Delphu. And with this Lula tries to get her to stop, but snake ignores and fires the laser at them, destroying the bridge and the, and they all fall. But they fortunately land to safety, which much to that it just shows that even with, with this, nothing would, would possibly happen to would possibly happen to them that they were able to get out there before any anything were to happen. And Lula tries to reach the Chaka, but nothing happens and Frankie tries to suggest that they fight, but she tells them it's impossible to beat a Sephirim because they were created to be the strongest beings that were ever to be created by Vegapunk. We then pan back over to Tower A, where Luffy and Shaka meets with Zoro, and CS Baron as Hawk, and breach the room, and Shaka attempts to make them stop, but they open fire, and they evade, however, they were able to evade attacks, saving Luchi and Kaku who are still unconscious. And Shaka begins to fear Vegapunk is still commanded to sever him from the satellites. I can't, I can't get them to stop. And and is trying to kill everyone, trapping them and cutting off the communications. And setting up the situation ca- very carefully. Then, something very interesting happens that is unexpected from out of nowhere. Lushi and... Kaku finally wake up and ask for Luffy and Zoro to wake to set them free from their cuffs, offering them to form a truce and and to work and to fight alongside them so that way they would be able to get out. And in the last panel, we see a Luffy and Zoro's face with a look of pure disgust over their response and this is where the chapter ends oh boy so we're basically going to be in for a ride so Rob, Lucci, and Kaku have basically asked Luffy and Zoro to team up with them so they could take out the Sephirims. so I'm curious to see what's going to happen one and two now that we know that the Sephirims are under the control of someone else we're i'm curious to see of who the trader could possibly be and where Vegapunk currently is because he's probably somewhere on egg island or probably in some other area that's a little bit further away on another point of the island that they're not familiar that they're probably not familiar with but rest assured i'm really curious to see of what's going to happen next in 1076 and also if things are going to become really really interesting by the next chapter i am dying to know what's going to come next so what do you think of the latest chapters for both black clover and one piece did you like the chapters did you not like the chapters let me know in the questionnaire that i will be posting on spotify at the end of the episode and let me know what you guys think And for those who have stuck around towards the entirety of the episode, thank you so much for listening. And as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Later!